and welcome to another episode of Conversation with a Chef. I'm Joe Ritty and I love sharing with you the conversations I get to have with talented and passionate chefs. It's the backstory, if you will, to the food they're putting up. I begin today by acknowledging the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional custodians of the lands and airwaves where this conversation takes place. Land which was never ceded. Land where communities came together to eat seasonally, locally and without exhausting resources. I pay my respects to their elders past, present and rising. Today I'm talking to Jane Lowe at Bahama Gold. Now if I'd had to choose a chef to talk to, if not on International Women's Day, but around that time, Jane Lowe is it. Jane is a passionate chef. She's one of those chefs who always knew this is what she wanted to do. Jane incorporates her Chinese background and Malaysian upbringing and she mixes that into her experiences as a pastry chef and her recent time in London and her travels in Europe. Jane has distilled her style into delicious, fun food that reflects her life, her adventures and her thirst for knowledge. I spoke to Jane's boss and friend, Almay Jordan, at Neighbourhood Wine a few years ago and I recently caught up with Almay, which was such a pleasure. It's no surprise that she has someone like Jane working with her. You only need to step inside Neighbourhood Wine, Old Palm Liquor or Bahama Gold to understand that Almay, Simon and the people who work with them know hospitality and they love it. At one point Jane mentioned that between the drink and food menu, her goal is for people to never want to leave. Job done, I think. How are you? Very good, thank you. Good, thank you. Now, when I came in, you were cooking. Was it a staff meal? Yes, staff What were you making? Uh, I made something with some mushrooms, with garlic, chili, uh, ketchup manis, and steak beans, just for, uh, we have a vegan um, staff member, so just to do something a bit more inclusive for all of us. Yeah, how many staff? Uh, Tonight, we've got two uh, in the morning and two at night, including me, for three on and out tonight. And how long has Bahama Gold been open? Uh, it's been open. We're actually celebrating our first year next week, on the 18th of March, uh, the first year uh, anniversary. Yeah, wow. So there's Old Palm Liquor, and then what's the role that Bahama Gold plays? What's compared um, to so, Old Palm? Bahama Gold is the third business in Simon Demon and Ami Jordan's uh, um, repertoire. Uh, Neighbourhood Wines at first, and we've just celebrated a 10-year anniversary. Uh, and then followed by Old Palm Liquor, that is nearly three years old now, and Bahama Gold, which is a year old. So they started organically with um, two restaurants, and this came out of like a um, COVID necessity when we went into lockdown and everyone needed... Um, Booze delivered. <laughs> yeah. So everyone wanted like good alcohol uh, delivered with a with a um, a great selection yeah. of tap beers and natural wine. Yeah. Well, uh, minimum intervention uh, wine. Yeah. So it came off uh, COVID necessity, um, and we did really really well with um, our deliveries, our our, our uh, bottles uh, deliveries, and. Then we came out of lockdown. This is in between the five different lockdowns. Um, every, every time we came out of lockdown, we did a little kind of pop-up coming from uh, that window in the front. So that kind of changed organically into becoming a site for uh, 
just a bar and it became uh, Simon made it a real focus on to a good sound system and just like Old Palm we play everything on vinyl so it's, they've got this incredible speakers uh, La Scala in there um, and they, they sound incredible especially for such um, a small space uh, they're yeah. very very good so a good focus on, on sound and music and obviously the drink selection is great so now with me coming in we're trying to elevate it to make it to make it so you never have to leave <laughs> so you, you sit there you have your have your drinks have a little bit of snacks and then maybe grab a nice bottle of wine and carry on at night so, so I read in the press release that um, you talked about a smaller menu yeah. so what do, what do you mean by that? Uh, so now I do five dishes at the moment um, so uh, I do a well just a snack a popcorn that I pop to order uh, with tahin spice which is from um, a South American condiment usually made with um, uh, chili and uh, dried lemon juice so a bit of spicy a bit sour but they usually eat it with fruit so something to keep it moreish and you know um, just make the fruit better yeah um, so I put it on some popcorn to just go well with beer something that you keeps you wanting to drink a little bit more um, then I've, I've got my uh, scacciata um, that I'm, I make every day in-house at the moment I'm taking inspiration from the Sicilian sfinciane which is like a grandma style um, thick uh, red pizza uh, and I'm putting tomato sambal on top of it so uh, sambal is just like a it's a Southeast Asian um, chili sauce many many different uh, iterations uh, this one is vegan um, just so I can I didn't want to put any shrimp paste into it so it's up to you that I'm going tomatoes to just bring out the umaminess um, of it um, so that goes on the top as I bake it so it gets singy spots on top nice like baked um, crusty sides is that what I just saw through there? Yeah, 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 something on the yeah. something on the pass. Uh, so I do that every day. Um, then I do a cold uh, pig mussels with um, heirloom cucumbers that we get from our supplier, Frost of Nature, down in Romsey. Beautiful, um, different heirloom uh, cucumbers. I know them. They're the yeah, best. they're lovely. Jo, jo, jo yeah. is lovely. <laughs> so I work with her quite closely with um, like letting me know what's in season for the next couple of weeks and how long this is going to last, what's best at the moment. Um, I think this year they've had a really hard spring. Okay. So a lot, I think 70% of the crop has failed. So yeah, which is quite devastating. Oh, yes. But it just means that like if they do have something good, it's a very small amount, which is perfect for me. Whereas old palm, we kind of need um, when here we kind of need um, a bigger volume of products because here we're a 170 seater, so it's quite big. But yeah. at Bahama, it's only a 30 seater. So. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. And so, how long have you been with? Uh, uh, with the company, yeah. um, so I worked at Neighborhood um, 2017 for a year um, as Sue, and then I went to London for a couple of years. Um, I worked at a place called Braun, um, which I learned a lot of things. Um, that's where I really, really uh, probably got into um, the European techniques and the French Italian. Like they're very, very focused on on 
that kind of techniques. Um, was that a big place? Uh, it was an AC cover, so not really, okay. but the team was quite small. So yeah. it was five of us, and we just made it work. It was just it was an incredible team that we had um, at that time, and it was I stayed there for two years because it was incredible. Yeah, um, I came back. I would have gotten considered sponsored uh, sponsorship, but COVID hit, and March 2020. Um, Skomo told us to come back. Yeah, and luckily I did because I would have been stuck there for a long, long time. Um, but I came back and immediately our mail was like, "Come work for All Palm." So they have been open at the time for three months. No, five months. So they opened in October, and I came back in March. So I came on as uh, Sue, and I've been working um, since then till July last year. Then I took a sabbatical and I went back to Europe because the world opened up again uh, and went to say goodbye to London properly. So I went to say goodbye to my friends, travel around. Uh, I did Italy with my partner. Um, I, I did uh, Portugal. I did an island Madeira. I went to Copenhagen. Went to Dublin. Um, it was lovely. Yeah. So I took uh, a three, two and a half month uh, uh, trip to Europe. Uh, then I came back and I just enjoy my summer or what is supposed to be summer yeah, well, it's <laughs> right, it's right. Yeah. Um, so I did that um, and now I'm here now I've got a new lease on, on life yes. so a new, it's new inspirations uh, a new style maybe for me so what, how would you describe your style? I know that's a bad question to ask um, Jeff, but you just mentioned it. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I, I'm very passionate about um, wine. I love wine. And I kind of want to make food that goes well with wine. Yes. Instead of getting food, uh, wine that goes well with food. I want it to be a proper... Um, uh, what do you call it? A proper relationship between the two. And have them both work in sync. Um, now, at Bahamago, I'm focusing on smaller plates so that if you were to dine in and get one of everything, it would compromise of a, a nice long meal. So something you can snack and graze on, um, and then, it, but it will still be a substantial amount at the end of it. Um, my style is, I so I used to be a, a fine dining pastry chef um, for eight years, and then I started cooking. Uh, so I do try and still keep my pastry skills up to date so um, at the moment as a wine bar uh, we're not there's not going to be a ton of uh, dessert choices but at the moment I'm just taking a, a nostalgic throwback to my childhood of having um, bahulus which is a, a type of uh, Malaysian madeleine so it's a sponge light airy sponge uh, with uh, pandan inside uh, and I've done kaya but this time I, I've done it I've called it a kaya curd because usually kaya is made with toast as a breakfast um, as a, a toast with kaya and a slab of butter and that would be like a breakfast uh, dish but I've whipped the butter into the kaya to make it a bit more luscious a bit more um, simple yeah and so you use the bahulu to dip into the kaya to eat it so I made it to order it takes about six minutes so quick um, easy so I guess I mean everything is informed by what's gone before. So do you do you think that was from the sabbatical, from the Mediterranean influences and so on, as um, well as yeah. your childhood? Is that, is that sort of mixed? 
Yeah. So I'm classically trained in like French and Italian. So that's all my my uh, past uh, workplaces, and that's what I love to do as well. I think Italian food is somehow Italian food seems to go really well with Asian influence, um, and so that's what sometimes I try to do, especially with the scacciata. You can see that, um, and so and I love making pasta. So the agnolotti is on that um, on the at the moment. Um, so I try to do with the menu. I try to have a bit of fun with it and try to showcase some, maybe some of my Chinese um, uh, heritage and my Malaysian background um, into the menu, but still using um, European techniques. Um, and so it's maybe stuff that you're familiar with with a twist. Yeah, that's what I would as as, as a gist yes. of, of myself. Did you always know you wanted to be a chef? Um, I did, actually, because I think I was seven years old and I told my mom. Um, my parents don't cook all that much, actually. They uh, love traveling, and I remember watching. Uh, my parents were quite uh, strict. So we weren't allowed to watch any uh, non-educational TV, so no cartoons, no... no um, as, as children were allowed to watch that we were allowed to watch Discovery Channel or The Travel and Living so Travel and Living I find that like with food comes travel or vice versa with travel comes food so I got really really interested in like just love like watching the culture of, a, of another country and that influence on the food and the produce that they are able to get and what they've done with it mm. to then be the definition of their culture um, and I find it very 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 interesting so I started like I was like I want to be a chef I was like mummy mummy I'm going to be a chef and my parents did not <laughs> did not want me to be a chef and I insisted I was like I don't want to I don't want to go to high school I just want to go to trade school and they're like no go finish your high school get get a at least finish your high school and then go get your diploma so that's what I did I finished my diploma um, I studied at William Angus here in, in Melbourne um, I studied patisserie so I did patient for about eight years. Um, I worked at, uh, the highlight would probably be Lake House when I was um, wow. a chef there for about two and a half years. Um, then I came out to Melbourne and I was given an opportunity um, one of the previous songs from Lake House Open, a wine bar um, in Fitzroy called Harry and Frankie. It's, it's no longer there, but um, he, he approached me and he was like, do you want to head this wine bar? And I was like, you know I'm a pastry chef. <laughs> he was like, yeah, but you've worked in restaurants and you've seen everything. And he's like, I trust you that you will come up with good things. And then that became my foray into cooking. And then since like I discovered that I love that equally, so then I went to neighborhood, then I went to London, and it kind of just just cemented the fact that I actually love both sides, both both pastry and cooking. Yeah. Do you think you'd ever want your own place? Um, I do eventually, but I mean, Sam and Elmi are great employers, and it's very hard to. Yeah. And 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 now I would say they're great friends. Yes. Yeah. So worked, I've worked for them for many years now. Yes. Um, and it's very hard to give up that relationship. Yes. Yeah. And it's kind of it's your own now. You're making that little side of it your your own in a way. So. Nice. Yes, yeah, so it's a good um, symbiotic relationship where they, they allow me to have my creative freedom and I care for the business as if it's my own. Yeah. So it's, a, like, it's been in the talks for a long time since I've uh, left the open, um, but um, hopefully, hopefully it does well. It's amazing. 
where do you get your inspiration? Do you have lots of cookbooks? Do you look at the internet? Do you um, look, if, it's very hard to pinpoint what exactly my inspiration is. Usually, if I go out and I'm struck by an inspiration, I quickly write it on notes on my phone just so I, I don't forget it. Um, but a lot of it has come from my travels recently, uh, especially to Italy because we cover the northern part of, uh, of Italy. Um, so a bit of that and then a bit of uh, sometimes like what I want to have in Malaysia and I can't find here, I try and incorporate that or different techniques that like I'll be like, oh, because I don't, I didn't actually cook that much um, Malaysian food growing up so I've like unfortunately my grandma uh, passed away before I really um, got into cooking so I've kind of lost a bit of that but with that I go, I look at cookbooks like Summer Shop from um, their restaurant in um, in Islington in London and they do a really really good job and that was actually one of my go-to places when I really miss home when I went to that restaurant um, here you know like even Roisin's uh, cookbook a bit of fun you know it's kind of like what I inspired a bit of just food but not that serious yeah just a little a, a little bit of fun in it yeah, not to take myself too seriously so it sounds like you've had a lot of really great experiences what would your advice be to young people who are considering becoming a chef um, I would say put in the hard yards, um, have a good work ethic. Um, you can always learn from your um, superiors, you can always learn from your seniors. Um, never stop learning, always self-motivate because not everyone's going to keep motivating you. So you have to put in the work and keep discovering, keep educating yourself, um, keep questioning it. And stick at it. I mean, the industry is changing. I mean, 15 years ago when I started, it was quite um, difficult for a woman, I would say. A lot of misogyny, um, a lot of uh, sexism, uh, but times have changed, and as it should. Yeah. And it's much, it's no better time than now to be a chef. It's the best it's ever been. So. It's great news. <laughs> Thanks, Jane. Thank you very much, Jane. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Conversation with a Chef with Jane Lowe at Bahama Gold. You can check out a lot of the goodness that is Bahama Gold on Instagram at bahama.gold. There's not a lot of Jane's food on there as yet because it's new, but I'm sure there will be, and there are some pretty iconic photos of vinyl, as in records. Plus, it's a super cool bar with a big open window onto the street and all the best wine. And if you like what you heard and you want to hear about some other chefs, I'm on Instagram at Conversation with a Chef, and you can read the chat and many other chats at www.conversationwithachef.com. I would love it if you told a friend about my chats, and you can follow me on Apple and Spotify podcasts. Once again, thanks for listening, and have a great day.